This is the World Industrial News for Friday, November 4th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. Technology is going to influence what we can do throughout. Throughout, I can give a few examples. Uh, one of the issues is that we must make the power that's being generated from renewable resources, we must make it more dispatchable. Because if you simply have a group of windmills popping up and down like a jackrabbit, that doesn't really help the grid. That hurts the grid. Because sometimes, even in times of power shortage, you end up with too much power. And you have to be able to do something with that power. Because again, all of this goes at the speed of light. Electricity communicates back and forth between everybody at the speed of light. So one of the ways we see technology being used is we look at these uh, batteries and the cost of batteries, which are dropping very, very rapidly. And they then can be paired with something like a solar farm to, in the aggregate, they look like something dispatchable. On the smaller consumer ones, specifically, there's provisions for aggregation within the smart grid. And what that means is that these things work and they're more valuable if they can be dispatched by an operator to actually keep the grid balanced. The other thing, and probably the hardest thing technically to do, is what's called stability, voltage and frequency stability. What happens in in power, if you're trying to transmit power down a line and you don't have sufficient power, then what happens is the frequency starts to lag. And that's the way the grid is saying, send me more, send me more. And so the, the frequency becomes a very important parameter within the grid. Well, sometimes the newer technology, for example, large DC grids or large DC assets like solar farms or wind farms may drop offline and that would have a tremendously different effect than a rotating equipment with its all inertia. And so the measurements and the sensors that are managing the frequency and voltage stability of the grid are much higher speed. 120 times a second type of speed, so they can manage that. And finally, what I, what I have to say is, and I keep talking of the communication between the parts of the grid, this requires scale. And the scale of this job is a function of physics. And so if you say my scale is, say, within a state or within a distribution network, then that simply doesn't work because physics is saying the sun is shining very hard on this part of the country. We have floods on this part of the country. And physics says we have to be able to distribute power in proportion to where it's needed in the different parts. Technology will affect all those. It will affect it in what they call IoT, which is sort of shorthand for saying we're going to measure a lot more than we used to measure. We're going to measure things in the household. We're going to measure them in transmission. We're going to measure them in generation. It's going to influence in the technology and being able to predict ahead, look and have algorithms and systems that say we need so much power tomorrow based on this weather pattern 
and based on what we know about the changes that are coming. Simpra Energy said Thursday it was targeting a final investment decision for phase one of its Port Arthur, Texas liquefied natural gas project in the first quarter of 2023. Industrial Info has tracked this project since April of 2015. The 7.73 million metric ton per year LNG train would process 1 billion cubic feet per day of natural gas to free trade and non-free trade agreement countries. Kickoff of the project is planned for December of 2023 with completion plan for the end of 2027. To say carbon capture and storage projects are expanding across the U.S. almost is an understatement. Industrial Info is tracking 165 CCS-related projects in the U.S., totaling $80.5 billion. Higher prices and increased volumes were a blessing to industrial gas producer Air Products and Chemicals Incorporated, which attributed much of its recently quarterly growth to the booming market for hydrogen. The company is vowing to invest $15 billion through 2027 on zero and low carbon hydrogen projects. Industrial Info is tracking more than $7 billion worth of active projects from Air Products across the U.S. and Canada, including nearly $6.5 billion worth related to the production or treatment of hydrogen. Manufacturing activity in the U.S. is at its lowest level since May of 2020, according to a survey by the Institute for Supply Management. The survey respondents noted conditions pointing to softening demand that could continue into the future. Despite this and other challenges that could impact capital spending in the industry, Industrial Info's project data shows U.S. manufacturing project activity remains robust. Industrial Info is tracking more than $250 billion worth of U.S. industrial manufacturing projects that are under construction and $180.7 billion worth that are expected to kick off in 2023. The automotive and semiconductor sectors are driving spending. And Energy Transfer was able to boost its third quarter 2022 net income from last year, partly due to higher realized shipping volumes across its core segments, which include natural gas, natural gas liquids, and crude oil transport. In addition to pipeline transmission, Energy Transfer is a leader in the export of NGLs and only expects its front-runner position to grow with the company's terminals in Nederland, Texas, and Marcus Hook, Pennsylvania, being its main export outlets. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck, reporting for Industrial Info News.